Hey guys, that's not my dad, that's me, which means I'm back. My name's Robin. You're listening to me reading stuff back after a couple of weeks away. Not gonna get into it, but it wasn't good, wasn't fun. Life-changing few weeks for me. I know I'm hyperbolic, but this time I'm I'm being dead serious. So guess what? New me, new Robin, Robin 2.0. Actually, I change continually and drastically pretty often. So it's more like Robin 4,562.5.0, if that makes sense. I've done this many times, in other words. It's never just like, yeah, that was an experience. I'm going to move on. It's always like, oh, now I'm changed, everybody. Look at the new me. I've done this pretty much every day since I was born. But this one was bigger. I'm not, I, I know I'm, now I'm like taking back what I was just saying, which was that I was being serious. This really was a big deal. This is one of those, if there was like a chart of my life, this is one of those really low points that have turned into a high, high, high point. So anyway, I'm back, you're back, your grandma's back, my eczema's back, your high blood pressure's coming back. There's urine all over the internet right now. It's all about urine. We're not going to get into that. Look, I do want to say I'm sorry I wasn't around. I I need to say I'm sorry. I've published a new podcast every week, every single week for a long, long time. For that first year, it was two times a week. So it felt really sad for me to not do this. Uh, But I guess the problem was I'm such a transparent person. I'm just naturally open and boundaryless in a bad way. That's not a compliment to myself. And when I'm at my worst, I'm even more boundaryless. And I was definitely at my worst. Um, so I knew I would say way too much. I would divulge things that wouldn't be healthy for me to divulge to, to, to just whoever happens to be listening. So I guess I did a mature thing by staying quiet. For me, that's huge. I used to think everyone needed to know every single thing I was going through at every given moment. And I've learned that perhaps that was a strange manipulative quality. Um, that's sad for me to admit, but it's true. I don't know if that makes any sense, but it makes perfect sense to me. And you know what? It's, it's, a, it's a lot less fun being mature like this. It's, not, it's just not as exciting. It's not as dramatic. These are all good things. Less drama, less excitement, more maturity. But it's still counterintuitive for me. Uh, because let's be honest, how great would it have been for you guys to get a few weeks of total insanity in this podcast? It would be pretty entertaining for you, and I know that. But I knew better this time, which is why I pulled back rather than just expose all. So big adult points for me. Let's stop talking about it, but just please know that I heard all of your nice thoughts and healing, healing words, and I loved them, and I needed them, and they made a huge difference to me. Um, I'm just much better now, and I actually have a new lease on life. So be prepared to hear... Um, the absolute best of me. In other words, if you liked this podcast before, you aren't even ready for what you're about to be hearing. How's that for a 2017 teaser? Um, Before I get to reading something to you, speaking of 2017, New York City and the surrounding areas, anyone who can hop on a bus or a train, I have an opening at my gallery, Susan Inglet Gallery in Chelsea, Friday, February 3rd from 6 to 8. Be there. Be present. Bring a gift. Just kidding, don't really bring a gift, but bring your faces, bring your smiles, bring your handshakes, bring your cell phones, stare into your cell phones, then walk over to me and give me a hug. It's going to be a special night. 
I can feel it. Um, and if you're there, it'll make me have a better night. So I'll hope to see all of you there. And, L- and if you're in LA, I have a screening of my animated short, We the Masses. That's next week, Tuesday, January 17th at the Echo Park Film Center. Doors open at 7.30. I think it's only $5. So there's very few excuses. It'll be really fun. And there are other films that will be shown there that I already have seen and love as well. Um, I got to make this film, We the Masses, because I met director Owen Kidney uh, through Mr. Werner Herzog, of all damn people. It's a long story, which I've never told you guys before, but um, Owen is a total marvel of an artist and a director and a person, and we made this film one cold winter in Dublin, Ireland. I told you the story once about how I was kidnapped by a taxi driver who forced me to drink ginger ale at a hotel. Do you remember that? That was during this time I was making this animated film. So anyway, I hope you guys are going to be there. Sorry for all the plugs. I'm an asshole. What can I say? But I mean well, and I love you, and let's do this. I'm going to be reading from A Christmas Present I Bought Myself. It's a new book from one of my favorite publishers, Wave Books. by, And this book is Mary Rufel, uh, her new collection called My Private Property. They are, um, God, how would I describe this? Uh, spotless essays. Well, no, they're poems. They're reduced to the essentials. If essentials meant perfect prose. So I don't know what they are exactly, which you know that's why I love them. They're, they're sort of prose poems. They're thoughtful, they're strange, and they're, they make connection, human connections, feel both frail and gorgeous. Like, I, I really don't know how... Let's just read one. Um, and by the way... In the description of today's podcast, as usual, you will see all of the links you need to buy Mary Rufel's book or anything you want from Wave Books, which I recommend. Just buy three books from them. Just do it. I dare you. And also all the stuff about me and my show and my um, film being shown here in L.A. That's all there. That's all going to be there. All right. This is called Like a Scarf. For him, the affair was the flight of a weightless balloon borne by a wind over a plaza. For her, the affair was the flight of a yellow silk scarf borne by the wind over the plaza, the rooftops of slanted tile, the highways, the beach, the rocky coastline, and the inland forest. The scarf was 33 inches square with hand-rolled edges that had been rolled in Japan by the tiny fingers of Umi, a 20-year-old worker in the silk district of Tomioka. Umi lived with her father, a widower, and after work in the factory returned home to care for him, preparing a meal of rice, eel, and radish, eating with him in silence, later burning incense in front of the household shrine, which contained a black and white photograph of her mother at the age of 42, a year before she died of cancer of the womb. Her last words had been spoken in a state of semi-consciousness, and it was unclear to whom they were addressed. Let me... The scarf whose edges Umi had rolled with her fingers was shipped to Milan to be sold in a department store where it was bought by a man as a gift for his lover who did not have the heart to tell him she never wore yellow. Hadn't he noticed? And the next day gave the scarf to her sister who was delighted, telling her lover that the scarf had been blown off her head by a sudden gust of wind as she was crossing the plaza on her way to visit her sister. And though she was sorry to lose it, it had been the most beautiful sight He should have been there, many heads tilted upwards to follow its path as it billowed across a cloudless lavender sky, 
He should have been there. It really was the most unexpected sight. One of the pedestrians even said out loud, look, a balloon. And later at the dentist, the pedestrian described again that moment of grace. And the dentist listened very carefully as he injected Novocaine into the man's gums. So carefully that later that evening, he remembered to tell his wife about the flight of the balloon, which she instantly recognized because she had been there. She told her husband how she was crossing the plaza on her way to buy a pair of shoes when she saw it. A sight so beautiful, she had wanted to take a video with her phone. But by the time she found her phone at the bottom of her bag, the scarf was gone. Still, the sight of the yellow scarf sailing over the plaza had so arrested her, she no longer felt like buying shoes and sat instead at a table at an outdoor cafe, ordering an aperitif of such vivid color it appeared to be radioactive. Pernod. It was Pernod. How long had it been since either of them had had Pernod? How many years? And could either of them remember? You guys loved it. I can feel that. I can feel that from here. Um, next time you see something that takes you kind of by surprise like that, you should go and sit in an outdoor cafe by yourself. Unless you live in Houston or Tampa, which I have a lot of listeners there. Houston being my former residence. You can't sit outside. It's too disgusting. You guys, I love you. Um, you know what? Say thank you to yourselves. Say thank you to your bad experiences. Say thank you to your good experiences. Say thank you to your parents for having you. And then also be mad at them for having you because it also sucks to be around. But it's also great to be around. <laughs> these are all the feelings I'm having. Sorry, Mom and Dad. My Mom and Dad took good care of me over these um, these days these weeks you guys thank you so much for listening um it feels good to be back thursday will be a regular episode this is an after dark uh keep reading about all of that urine i'll talk to you guys soon bye-bye